Hey, good morning, good afternoon to everybody around the whole world right now. This is the Let Burn Rant Podcast, available on any all podcast stations you can find. Just look for the hashtag Let Burn Rant and the little flame emojis, and you'll probably find me there. Um, what was I want? I just want to get. Uh, I just want to breeze through a lot of shit right now. I don't even want to put it in segments. I just want to put it into one long ass rant. Because right now it's just let's talk about let me just let's talk let's just get this out the way. Let's talk about Kanye right now because you know homeboy's bugging the fuck out right now. And normally when Kanye have his rants, you know, it's always for a good purpose. It's always like I said, his, his rants has always been by it's always been around every time when you know he's about to drop a project. The life of Pablo dropped the project, and then you know he went on this whole I'm Jesus, I'm God. Bow down before me. I am your savior. I'm the genius. Without me, none of y'all would do what I do. Y'all need me to survive and all this type of shit. And you saw how that ended. <coughs> shit. Right now, he's doing the same shit right now. It's not, he's not even doing, he's not even going heavy on that God shit right now. He's going, he's taking it to a different direction right now. We, people in hip hop has not really seen right now. Unless you're white, no, no offense, but that's that's pretty much that's, that's how it is. Motherfucker, right now he's taking it to a whole new level right now, and, and it's it's genius on Kanye right now to even do this right now. He, but at the same time, he is stirring the pot and he's doing he's going about it the wrong way right now. I re, I, I get it. Like I said, free thinker, free thinker. He's going he's go, Kanye's going to be Kanye, and that's why I love about Kanye. He's always going to speak what's on his mind. But at the same time, knowing the fa- knowing what's going on right now in the world today, especially in America, you at least have to some like you know some respect. Hey, Kanye's not stupid. Kanye knows what he's doing. Kanye knows what he's doing. Why? Why would you put upon yourself to stir the pot and make make it worse than than what it is already? It was already bad enough. You got Trump as president. No, and that's a consensus choice. It's not just black people that, that, that hates him. You go down the board, I'm pretty sure one of every race of ethnicity would say that, yo, Trump is horrible. If he's not the worst president yet, he's going to soon be by the time his term is over with. He's by, and by far one of the most disrespectful presidents we, we ever seen. So... When Kanye said George Bush don't care about black people, you're right. But you then, ten years, ten to thirteen years later, you know you hang you hanging out with a guy who don't love black people, who don't who, who despise black people. He's he's willing to put a wall up for Mexicans. He's willing he's willing to kick them out of here. And we're supposed to just say, "All right, Kanye, that's it, Kanye, that's it. That's how it is. Come on." This is pathetic. I talked about this a couple days ago. I said I wasn't gonna talk about this about this whole Kanye thing, but I heard this whole shit called "lift yourself," bruh. Come on, man. I, there's a. I don't know now. I don't even, I don't even feel like I, even, I don't personally. I don't even want to listen to his next album right now, depending on when he drops it, depending on what's the name of it. I, I don't care for the album right now. In fact, I want. I think I might have to diss this nigga right now. But it was, that's not going to really do anything. 
that's just gonna feed into the narrative of what Kanye's been preaching right now. Like, oh, how can you tell me who to vote for, what to say, and what that? So, I think right now, what can we do about this? We can't do much. Kanye, Kanye, like I said, because the goal at Kanye right now is pretty much going to, it's pretty much having somebody else tell us who to believe in, what to do. It's like when we all vote for Obama and how we, uh, we, have, we had to defend ourselves at all costs because everybody was trying to knock him down. It's pretty much it's just reverse right now. That's all it is. It's just in reverse. And there ain't no solution to this shit. Matter of fact, you know what? The Black Delicate will want to bring DJ Avicii back and we'll trade for Kanye West. I'll, we'll trade Kanye West, bring back DJ Avicii from the dead. That's, uh, that's how I feel at this point right now. Oh, shit. You know what? Better yet, I'd rather trade Kanye West for Bill Cosby right now. Send that nigga to jail for all the bullshit he's doing. Um, but I'm, why, the reason why I brought up DJ Vichy was because, um, they was, they talked about it again on the news, and they said it was an apparent suicide. So I don't, I don't know how true that shit is, but if it isn't, that's, that's even more worse. Um, like I said, rest in power to, and condolences to his family, regardless. Um, that's, that's crazy, that's, that's, that's messed up. I know he was, like I said, he was going through the whole pancreatitis nonsense, you know. And, I don't know, I, I won't say much about it because, like I said, there's not much you can say about it after someone, somebody can kill himself. You just look for, you just look at the timeline, see what went wrong and what could have been prevented. And who knows what could have been prevented in this case. He already, maybe, you know, the moment he stopped touring, moment he felt like he couldn't win this battle that's probably when he just said fuck it but um I'll, I'll leave it as that all right well um let's keep going what I, what I got in my head right now what I got in my head who saw the thunder game last night against the fucking jazz you you gotta be kidding me you got about a minute and a half left in the game Yo, them, them, them numbers wasn't looking good for the Thunder right now. Everybody's shooting. Everybody, all of them is missing. Rebound. Shot. Miss. Rebound. Offensive rebound. Get it again. Miss. Miss. More miss and more miss. And I'm just like, wow. And it, it's not like they were just hitting threes. No, they was going in. They was trying to get the layup. That didn't work. It's just like, wow. You can't get, we can't get a simple shot in and shit. Nothing's working for them. And that's what was it, 96, 91? That's how it ended. Like this, this is that. This was this was a pathetic season for the Thunder. The Thunders, and even when they like, I I say it like this, because in the history of like super teams, going back to the Boston Celtics in 08, what when you when you make a super team, you gotta take into the credit about chemistry. When, you know, Ray Allen and Garnett came to the Celtics with Paul Pierce, there was chemistry. 
we already knew what Garnett was going to do defensively. You know, he ain't got he ain't had, he ain't had to score like 25 points no more. All, he, all they needed him was like for like 19, 18 points, 11 rebounds, give me like, you know, three blocks a game. Ray Allen, he could he he had to let down the point production, but he could he could there was other stuff he could they could have used utilized him in and he they utilized him very well as a shooter. Get your shot ups, you know, make the make the passes count, you know, and kind of do your defense, even though he wasn't a great defender. Then you got Paul Pierce. You know, that made Paul Pierce better, even though he was already in his primes already, Paul Pierce, you know, Paul Pierce never had weapons before like this. And the moment these two came in, you know, live by Doc Rivers and a young point guard in Rondo, the pieces, everything worked out. Paul Pierce elevated his game. And, you know, fucking Rondo at that time, he was a young man. He elevated his game to be a, a better, you know, a better point guard. One of the best point guards, true point guards we ever seen. Because he is a true point guard. He's a, he's a pass-first point guard. So that chemistry, you know... In less than one year, they were able to get to the. They were able to win the NBA Finals. In less than three years, they shit. They got to the. They what, since in three years they got to two NBA Finals, winning one, multiple playoff appearances before Ray Allen finally left, and that was about it for the dynasty right there. So that was about a good. The Super Team lasted about five years, and then we go on to the Heat. What the Heat was after after what after he was able to do when LeBron, Wade, and Bosch joined in Miami, they went to they went to four straight NBA Finals, winning two out of the four. And there was it's not that it was in chemistry, because the chemistry was already there already. It was just who was going to be the man for that team. And you know, after one year with Wade, they said, "All right, we're going to give you the keys. We're going to give you the keys, LeBron. We're going to have you." Ride this way for us, and it, it rolled to them to three straight finals, winning two, you know, and sorry, winning two NBA championships and losing to, badly to the Spurs. So everything is about when you try to make these, when you try to make three or four more All Stars around you and the starting lineup as a super team, you gotta take into account what they're giving up and what they can, you know, contribute. When I look at the Timberwolves and I want to look at the Thunder. I don't Timberwolves. I don't look at them more so as a super team. Just like I didn't look at the Warriors as a super team at first, because all the all these guys they had, especially you know they were drafted. They were drafted by this team, so I ain't look at them as just a super team. They just played around a great system. First by Mark Jackson on the defensive side, and then Steve Kerr was able to elevate their game into a run and gun defensive team, something that Antonio is now able to utilize in Houston. But um, when the Warriors, you know, got Durant, that's when it was that was a super. That's when it was a super team. It wasn't a super team. It was never a super team. The Warriors, they were a team that that played that fed into the philosophy that Steve Kerr gave to them. And from there, you got you you got two sh- great shooters. You got all around player who, in any given team, could be a maybe also every year in Draymond Green. Give him a good bench. And voila, you got a solid team. Then you then the, you brought Durant into the fold. You know what he could do. And that's a super team. That's a that's a legit super team. And you saw the, you saw what they did in their first year. They was able to win the NBA championship. They might be able to do it again this year.
Then you look at, like I said, go back to Timberwolves. The Timberwolves wasn't a super team. Wiggins is not an also yet. Carl Anthony Towns, this is, this is, this is his first all-star appearance. So pretty much, there was, this wasn't a super team. This was a team on the rise getting better after they acquired Jimmy Butler. And even after that, this team couldn't stay healthy. This team was struggling. And once they, once they got to the playoffs, Carl Anthony Towns was a shell of himself. He ain't played like he ain't played like he was Carl Anthony Towns. He just he played like a regular player. None, none against him, but he just he couldn't produce. So and, and even with the Thunder. Westbrook is ball dominant. Yes, I don't knock him for his back-to-back seasons, you know, getting a triple-double and doing it nonetheless after KD left him. But I'm pretty sure KD left him because of how he is. He's a his mentality is is this, he got he's got a Kobe Michael mentality. The only problem is he also got that AI mentality when he needs to just you know trust his teammates, and I don't think he he don't trust nobody in that team. Now, when you added Paul George and Carmelo, you add some good pieces around them. Well, not not for that for the bench wise, because the bench sucked. The bench sucked all year. They got nobody off the bench. You had Anthony Robinson, thirty million dollars as a shooting guard, for, and he sucks. He's the he's by, he's the worst player in all of basketball. You giving thirty million dollars to? Led with a coach who's let's be let's be honest right now. He's better off suited playing in college basketball. He don't look like he's suited at all to even be equipped to handle the NBA right now. He's letting, he's letting everybody do whatever right now. I'm pretty sure if he was strong up a head coach, I don't think Durant would have left. I think he would have sat down with Durant, tell him the plan, and tell him how we go about it. But he probably didn't even do that. He just said, hey, Durant, whatever you do, do it. And he did. He went to, he went to Golden State. He pretty much gave the keys to Westbrook. And Westbrook is a fantastic player. He is definitely top five. I don't. That's that's not even up for debate no more. He's top five NBA player right now. I think after LeBron, after Kevin Durant, after James Harden, and after Anthony Davis, those five right there, those five I picked right now, those are the top five NBA players right now. So you got Westbrook. You equipped them with Paul George. And Paul George, he can. Paul George is, a, is a, not only a great scorer; he's a great defensive player. Also, he can defend. I wouldn't be surprised he's defensive player of the year this year, if not Anthony Davis. He can defend. He led the league in steals. And you match him with Ocomelo. Everybody knows Isomelo. We and everybody knows his issues. But this is a, this is. But he's finally gonna have a chance to be back in the playoffs. So why not suck it up, be the dirt guy? And play. And honestly, this shit didn't work out. This team only had one win more than last year. For all that, I would have just kept the players I had right now. And hopefully, Ola Medipo could do that shit, what he's doing right now in Indiana. But this is what I'm at this point right now. They're done. They got, that's something's going to have to Something's gonna have to happen right now. Paul George, most likely, is going to leave. Unless... Unless you're telling, unless you're able to get more players that can suit both him and Westbrook, Carmelo might have to leave. Well, Carmelo, I know he's got two years left, but Carmelo will have to go. He's got to go. He didn't. He didn't look like he cared much about this 
and the way he's been playing right now, he's either mentally tired or he's he's injured. Because I'm pretty sure Carmelo can go off right now for like 30 fucking points. The fact that he's not, he's only averaged like 10 points in the fucking first round, that's pathetic. That's not Carmelo-like numbers right now. We see for we see for a future Hall of Famer because he is a future Hall of Famer. And I did at the time was hope I, at the time I thought he was gonna go over 30,000 points, but that might not even be the case anytime soon. They they got they got to blow this shit up right now and fix this whole roster from head to toe. Whoever they can keep keep whoever can't help you, you get trade these motherfuckers. Speaking of the Thunder, Wizards season is over too. Toronto finally stopped acting like the playoff Raptors and finally played like the Raptors we saw all this year when they was the best record team in the whole Eastern Conference. They finally got one on the road, which means that we got hope for the Thunder. Well, not the Thunder. We got hope for the Raptors after all. They are advancing to the next round where they're going to either face the Pacers or the Cavaliers. And right now, I am. I, I just, I just want to see somebody knock off LeBron. That's what I want to see. I want to see somebody knock off LeBron, but right now, LeBron might get knocked down in the first round the way Indiana was playing last night. They forced, they forced the Game 7 right now in Cleveland. I'm pretty sure LeBron's going to have that whole crowd, you know, making, making noise all throughout that night. And it's up to the Pacers to, to see if they can stop it or not. Pacers have so many chances right now to end this series. And LeBron is just, you know... LeBron ain't, give, LeBron ain't giving up to no fucking fuck-ass Pacers team anyway. They'll be damned to let the Pacers of all teams beat them. But, um, because the Pacers destroyed the Cavaliers also last night. So they, that's why we we're in the Game 7. And I had the Cavaliers sweeping the Pacers. I ain't have no thought about this Pacers squad coming together, running the table on, on LeBron James' team like them. Even if LeBron James, you know, got all these injuries are concerning him, I ain't picked this team to go seven games against Cavaliers. I picked this team to get swept. And now you mention it right now, the Dunders also fucked up my bracket because they lost to the Jazz. So right now my whole bracket is fucked. But anyway, Pacers, I gotta give them props right now. I ain't see that coming. Olamadipo stepped up, has stepped up tremendously in the playoffs. They got so much, they got so much great characters. Lance Stevenson right now, he is the kryptonite to LeBron James because right now LeBron James is just looking frustrated and frustrated every time he has to, you know, stand next to this guy. Like, shit, if he was on the Cavaliers squad, Lance Stevenson, LeBron James would be a happy person every time because he knows that Lance Stevenson is going to always get down and dirty. But I guess when they're against each other, and they've always been against each other, you should see how it is. Lance Stevenson, he's making, he's, this is, might be one of the greatest rivalries in NBA history. Now, if Lance Stevenson was like a also like a perennial all-star scoring, this would be a this would be a this would be a debate for greatest rivalry ever. But it's whatever. Overall, the, the Pacers they went in on this on this Cavaliers squad, up and down the floor, offensively and defensively. LeBron even got hurt for once. We listen. Sun tomorrow, and should end tomorrow. I, I love the Pacers' momentum, but I'm not going to go against my bracket. I ca- had the Cavaliers in four games. The fact that his guys got to go to seven games right now is pathetic. Cavaliers should even, never even get this goal f- game five and shit. They should have ended him in Indiana last night. That ain't happened, so all right, fine.
I would like to see an upset, but at the same time, I ain't going against my bracket right now. And so far, my bracket's already been busted right now at the moment that the Trailblazers got swept by the Pelicans. So I'm looking for, you know, I'm looking for this fucking Cavaliers team to wake the fuck up. And I'm looking for LeBron James to go off for 50 points, 15 rebounds, and 11 assists. You can mark it. It's been done. Cavaliers going to the next round. They'll face the Raptors. And we'll see if the Cavaliers can muster any type of, you know, resistance against this playoff Raptors team. Now, on to the next on to the next one right now while I'm still on the NBA. Fucking fucking Wizards. Listen, my listen, I kept my prediction correct right now. Raptors is gonna beat them in six. And that's it. I ain't gotta say much about it. I'm just looking at it for what it is. Toronto held on to their home. You had to take one away from Washington. They took one from Washington. Case closed. Washington always Washington had struggle all this year. They were top three, and then they, they just kept sinking and sinking, and they just became who they are. This is not a good team at all. And by the time everything is said and done, I'm pretty sure either John Wall is going to go or Bradley Beal. You can't get away Bradley Beal because you gave away, you gave up so much money to even sign him, and even Otto Porter Jr. He got so much money also. He ain't do shit. So somebody's got to go. John Wall brings you X, brings you draft picks, and a couple role players that you can add to your squad to make them at least competitive-wise. Playoff-wise, I don't know. You get rid of John Wall, I don't, you know, it's difficult. But then again, when he was hurt this year, this team, this team played very well enough up to that stretch. And by the time he came back, you see the difference. So maybe after you get rid of John Wall, maybe this team could play better. Depending on who's the who's the point guard gonna be, if you keep this roster intact, you know, just get some more draft picks, add a couple of shooters that can, you know, space out the floor. You know, maybe Bradley Bill could, you know, continue being an all-star. And maybe Porter Jr. could be an all-star for once. <coughs> you gave you gave all this money, you know, to them. I'm pretty sure somebody's gotta produce. But um the, the only the games that's here today will be, if I'm not mistaken. Game seven, Celtics and Milwaukee Bucks. And I had Milwaukee, I had Milwaukee, what, six or seven? Because I ain't, because you don't got Kyrie. You don't got fucking um, going A, where you haven't had him all year. Now you got Marcus Smart back, so you got, you. that's what the Celtics got left. They got some defensive help right now that's going to be a, this is going to be a defensive low scoring game like, it, like it's been right now. But I think Milwaukee and the Greek Freak, this is his time right now. You really want to prove that you're, you're the next LeBron James? This is your time to beat the Celtics. And I think he's going to beat the Celtics today. I think that's about it for this part.